Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The emotional issue for everyone in this country now is the carbon tax. There's been a seething resentment of this carbon tax for a long time. And the more arrogantly the liberals, particularly one Stephen Gilbo and his assistant, Justin Trudeau, um, just kept telling us, this is what you're going to pay. This is what you're going to have to do. As the interest rate climbed, as inflation became intolerably high, as people started to worry about whether or not they'd be able to feed their families, and I remind you of a global news story of this morning, and the headline is, One in Three Canadians Are Living in Households with Financial Difficulties, StatScan. I read you these two, two sentences, essentially, earlier. I'll do it again. One in three Canadians say they are living in a household that is experiencing financial hardship, a new Statistics Canada report has found. Let's not just slough over this. One in three Canadians say they are living in a household that is experiencing financial hardship. Individuals aged 15 and older reported living in households but found it difficult or very difficult to pay for necessary expenses such as, get the list of luxuries here, transportation, housing, here come the two you really don't need, food and clothing, throughout the month of October. One in three. Then there was the uh, Ipsos poll that was released a couple of days ago, which shows that 40% of Canadians so far out of 10, I can do that math, 40% of Canadians are losing sleep over their financial situation. 40%. And that curve, if you had a line and you just followed the line, it would be a steep climb from when interest rates started to climb and inflation started to climb, it would be a steep upward climb. At the same time, the carbon tax is introduced, it gets more and more onerous, and it's supposed to keep you out of your car, your truck, but it makes everything more expensive down the line, as you know. And the federal government repeatedly has said, no, we're, uh, no, we're, we're, we're not, we're, we're not going to roll back the carbon tax. No, no, no. Because it's, it's there to assist in this Existential battle against climate change. And the CN Tower climber, also known as the Federal Environment Minister, one Stephen, Stephen Gilbo from Quebec, he's been the most arrogant about it. And so then what happened in the last few days? Well, we'll back it up a little bit. What happened in the last couple of months? particularly with national polling on how Canadians felt about the political parties in our country. How much confidence did Canadians have or do Canadians have in the federal political parties? And it's not looking good for the Liberals. They are sliding and sliding and sliding. And at some point... And I've been saying this for a long time. Finally, some people are agreeing with me. 
but I've been saying this for a long time, you can slide and slide and slide and slide, and then eventually you hit a level from which there is no recovery. None. It doesn't matter what you do. There's no recovery because people have given up on you. 1993. The progressive conservative government of Brian Mulroney, who then eventually handed over to Kim Campbell, they had a majority government. National majority government. People were so fed up with Mulroney after a couple of majority governments that when the 93 federal election took place, they went, the progressive conservatives dropped from a majority government to two seats in Parliament. Two seats. Jean Charest in Quebec, Elsie Wayne, the mayor of St. John, New Brunswick. That was it. What a definition of being blown out of the water. There's, <laughs> there's your visual. And so, over the last months, the Liberals, quite deservedly, have been seeing Canadians turn their backs on them. The NDP as well. And uh, the NDP, they'd be lucky if they could hang on to the 25 seats they had now if an election were going to be called. That's what the polling tells us. And so, Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Singh, you know the story, developed this pact. The confidence and supply arrangement, or supply and confidence, whichever way that goes. Whatever it is, it's the NDP supporting Mr. Trudeau's liberals until 2025 and a federal election, provided the liberals deliver to the NDP what the NDP really wants. They wanted a national dental program. Have you checked it out? Now they want national pharmacare, and remember how well that went in New Zealand. The government starts to pay less and less for, for, for pharmaceuticals, and the pharmaceutical companies make less and less available to you. And we talked to Tasha Carradon uh, about her op-ed in the National Post about a month or two ago, which showed that of 307 new medications that could make a difference between life and death for cancer patients, I'm holding my hand up, because I am one. Um, 307, either 302 or 307, I'm going from memory, new medications that were available because the New Zealand government had become so, what's the street term? Cheap? In what they would pay for pharmaceuticals? Of the 300 plus new medications, only 17 made it to the nation of New Zealand and the people of New Zealand. That was their national pharmacare program. 17. Oh, by the way, New Zealand just had a federal election a couple of weeks ago. Guess what happened to Prime Minister Arden, Mr. Trudeau's friend? Guess what happened to her government? Gone. But she quit earlier. So here we are today in this country, and we are, we have so many things that are wrong. We have a military that is unsupported. 
Unfortunately, they couldn't really defend this country and if a war happened, and it's not just the liberals, it was previous governments who were really lousy at procurement of proper equipment. But we have a deficient military. We have a healthcare system which is absolutely on the ropes. There's still about at least a half a million surgeries that remain postponed because of the pandemic issues. Um, people don't have a family doctor. More than 5 million people in this country have no family physician, so they go to uh, walk-in clinics or they go to emergency rooms. It's not a good scene. Healthcare is going to be a major issue as the premiers deal with the federal government. But the cynicism, which is richly earned, is over this issue of the carbon tax, which Canadians, I said this earlier, and I will tell you, I'm not wrong about this, Canadians have been seething about this carbon tax for a long time. But not too many people wanted to talk about it because we were told the carbon tax was really going to fight the existential threat of climate change. You know, the thing Prince Charles told us 15 years ago was end the world, would end the world in 10 years. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Don't send me emails, please. But we were told that this carbon tax was going to save the planet or play a major part, and we all had to participate. So folks just didn't want to speak out about it because, they, you know, you just feel like you, you shouldn't. Not that you can't, but you shouldn't. People might look at you a little weirdly. What's wrong with this person? I got the emails. What's wrong with you, Green? You're charging, you're challenging the carbon tax. What's wrong with you? Do you not believe in climate change? It's not about believing. Science is not about believing. So, Canadians have been seething about the carbon tax for some period of time. And then Mr. Trudeau decides, because the polling is just getting out of whack, out of hand, he can't recover after a while. Arguably, if Trudeau walked away today, they probably still couldn't win, even if Mark Carney stepped up. I think Mark Carney would be another Michael Ignatieff, but that's just my point of view. Or maybe it's not just my point of view. But Mr. Trudeau tried the gambit. We'll eliminate the carbon tax on heating oil for Atlantic Canada. That's basically what it was. Because we need those seats in Atlantic Canada. That's been our stronghold, and we can't possibly lose that. So we'll try to mask this, this move to secure seats in Atlantic Canada with some hocus-pocus and some nonsense terminology. And Canadians see right through it. If you want to hear more... Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.